Hello everyone and welcome back to Grim Encounters. We are a real play tabletop RPG using the 3rd edition rule set. Alright, my name is Nort and your players are... Uh, Shane as Jewel Christensen. And Anna as Mavis Osterley. Yeah, today we are doing something a little different since uh, Ranson is under the weather. So we thought, hey, we are all here anyway. So <laughs> we might as well do a little something different. So we are going to dive into Mavis's backstory here. We're going to do her first encounter with the unknown. So that's where we're going to start. It has been... A few months since your parents have disappeared. You are finally done with handling all of the funeral arrangements, all of the funeral, like them coming to see body. There, there wasn't a body, but you just had the casket. Um, you had all of the stuff that was in the will has been transferred over to you. Everything is done. Your college is completely paid for. They left money just in case that would happen. It is March. So it's been a few months, so the, the wounds are still fresh, but you are slowly moving on. They died in a car accident, which none of them have ever been prone to being bad drivers. Um, in fact, only your father ever drove, um, and the bodies were cremated. The bodies were cremated, so you didn't even get to look at the bodies at all beforehand. Um, the physician said that they were beyond recognition. So you are... Currently just sitting in your dorm, and uh, you get a phone call from Jules, and she is informing you that your friend, Lucas, is dead. Mavis? Yes? Lucas is dead. It was sudden. I don't know how else to break it to you other than to say he was dead. She continues on speaking, uh, pausing every now and then to contain her emotions um, as best she can. Uh, it. She found him in the bathroom. It appears that he had slit his wrists and taken his own life. But she does not believe this is the case. They were as close as close could be. They were best friends. He had said nothing of the sort, shown known signs. And she is currently at the police station, about to barge in, and she's asking for your help. I don't buy it. I mean, it looks like he did it, but Lucas would never do something like this. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday he told me that he would see me tomorrow. And today is tomorrow, I guess. I don't care if you help me or not. I'm doing this. I'm going to find out what actually happened to Lucas. How are we going to do that? I'm going to figure out some stuff here down at the police station. Things just don't add up. I just... I'm going to do what my dad always says and follow my gut. But I could really use your help. Okay. I can help. Um, Mavis pulls up to the police station in her station wagon with her faux wood, and it's in beautiful shape. And, uh, she gets out and approaches you. You're standing in front of the, one of the Chicago precincts. 
just pacing. I do move a lot when I'm feeling uncomfortable. So, um, before before you called the police, you made you didn't touch anything in the scene, but you made a click quick, um, just look over the body. Mm -hmm. um, you notice one thing that stuck out to you, and what gives you this feeling of something's wrong was that his uh his the wrists his, they were cut um away from the body not towards the body mm -hmm. okay so usually you know they would do the easiest way easiest and quickest way but it'd be kind of you'd fumble kind of going that way so that was your just your knowledge of hearing possibly stories from your parents or just your research because you're as in, you're only a freshman, so you just got into the basic uh, information on law enforcement. But that was the first thing that kind of ticked you off to that. Yeah. Right. So you're in both in front of the police station. What do you do? I don't know where to start, Mavis. That's why I called you here. Your parents work at this one? Yes. You should go talk to your parents. Good idea. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, your parents are both detectives here at this precinct, and, uh, you know they are currently both working. Okay. And yeah, and you know, you know they're around this precinct, so you walk in, the door swings open, and you're greeted to a man that's sitting behind the counter, like, that buses people in. Uh-huh. I, I nod and just walk, walk back like I've been here a thousand times before. He presses the button and lets you in. Okay, so you make your way to your parents' office. Yep. They have a shared office. I don't know if that's how it works, but they sure do now. They do now. <laughs> that's how it works now. Um, and they are behind, they're each behind their respective desks, kind of just looking over some case files. I barge in, and I bolt my fists on the desks. <laughs> Oh, hello. Hello, Jewel. I have a really bad feeling about this, Dad. Lucas wouldn't have done this. You're in shock, dear. No. I am 100% certain that he wouldn't have done this. Look, if you just look at his wrists, slit marks run the opposite direction of the way they're supposed to. Obviously, that indicates foul play. It is. I did notice that's mighty suspicious. But your mother called someone in to work with special cases that we get bad feelings on. Uh, we haven't heard from them in a long time, so it was a shot in the dark. But we're afraid it's not foul play in the traditional way. Jewel. What do you mean? And uh, the door, someone walks in behind you too, and you hear... Well, that'd be me. It's afraid you'd be involved, Littlebold. And Charles Fletcher steps into the, the doorway. You haven't... He's reported dead, too, to you. So you haven't heard from him, seen him. I, I look at him in shock, and I say, Charles? I have a quizzical expression on my face. You know this guy, Mavis? Well, he was my parents' best friend. He's, he's like my uncle. Where have you been? Um, can I, can I explain that later? It's, 
a little pertinent information. Um, now, Jules, Jules' parents called me in to uh, research this, and it, our team's... He looks down. It's not what it used to be. I, I would never ask you to you to help if it wasn't the case. Uh, uh, seeing that it was your one of your best friends, um, I've been I've been watching you, keeping an eye, making sure you're okay. Uh, that is what your father charged me with. I mean, I know it ends after he's eighteen, but you remember him meeting your godfather. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what? They have filled me in on the information. Um, I believe that this was a creature of the unknown that did this. And he closes the door right before he says that. What are you talking about? What do you mean, unknown? Uh, you, you've heard the stories of things that go bump in the night. Um, the the fictional the monster tales of giant sea creatures, or I'm going to stop ghosts. you right there, Bella. Oh. Look, there's already enough bad in this world. Don't be trying to make this into some hocus-pocus fantasy thing, okay? Someone just probably wanted Lucas dead. I don't know why they would want that. Because Lucas was the sweetest person ever. But if you're telling me that you can help me figure this out, outside of all this fantasy bullshit, then we'll do it. He leans back on the door. His uh, well <clears throat> iron gray suit is just flowing down his body. He puts one foot over the other and just very well. This uh, this will be pretty interesting then. Um, this uh, let's just let's just go and we'll uh we'll talk while we're outside, maybe on on a bench, somewhere that he isn't listening is. And he will turn around and walk out the door, hoping for you two to follow. I hug and kiss my mom and dad goodbye. Mm -hmm. uh, your father tells you to be. He says, "Be, be very careful." I'll figure this out, Dad. Nobody messes with my friends. Nobody. And uh, yeah, you walk out to a bench, and uh, there is a, a large man that has his head is buzz cut. And he's wearing just a body, just a jet. It's like a body armor, just over the top of his button-up shirt. And he's just leaning. He has a holster on the side, and he's just sitting on the bench, smoking a cigarette. And he sits down. And Charleston's down next to him. Now he says, uh, "What's what's your name, Les? I mean, I know your last name, but what's your first name again?" Jewel. Wonderful, Jewel. Uh, my name's Charles. Uh, this this is Jay. Oh, he's here for the the heavy, heavy ordinance, and Jay just takes a dragon, nods. He's he's not much of a talker. He's uh, it's weird that I'm put him with me, but you know I do all the talking for him. I guess um, he hands you Mavis um, like a a weird looking iPad. Mm -hmm. He says uh, this this will give you access to the save records if you need to research anything. Um, we're going to do our own investigation separate of yours. Um, if you do come with any trouble what you have to fight, please call us. Because um, you're not usually supposed to take down creatures that are known with two unless it's, I don't know, like one boggy or um, a simple a simple poltergeist that moves chairs. 
um I don't believe this is a ghost though so this it'll be a lot more physical we might get hurt but that's why we're here to make sure you don't get hurt um, any questions and he looks at both of you I'm still not buying what you're selling you don't have to help um I, I understand it always I've known it for years so it's easy to forget but there is things that go bump in the night unfortunately it's not just humans that are the monsters and uh, he sits back you will have full access to look at the crime scene because I know you're not allowed back in your apartment until the investigations over jewel um, but I've talked with the officer station there um, they know that I am an assistant on the case I am uh, called in to help figure out what's going on so you're welcome to go check that out um, do you have any questions like suggestions what to, to do or, or what um, do I know typically where Lucas would job-wise what he did um he just he didn't have a job he was focused on studying okay um outside of that like any places other than the house that he would go to um mainly just with you two like uh he went to some conferences by himself before but not in the past few months mm -hmm. i mean he's mainly been sticking close to mavis because she's been she went through such a horrible loss yeah um so Mavis has been over at the apartment a lot, just kind of hanging out. Um, but no, you guys have really hasn't gone anywhere without one of you two, besides class. And okay. he doesn't, you don't can't think of anyone that doesn't like him. Um, besides maybe like his first girlfriend who he realized that wasn't too into, but it wasn't a bad breakup or anything. She mm -hmm. just wasn't the happiest. Yeah. Um, but she's, from what you have, has moved on. Okay. Not that I know of. Okay. Um. Well then. Uh. Well, I'll leave, I'll uh, suggest go looking at the scene of the crime then. Okay. We're gonna go do some investigation on uh, little things we have to do. So, uh, Mavis, my number still works. So you just give that a call if you need me. Uh, we'll be in ten minutes. Or we're just gonna be searching the neighboring buildings for any signs of suspicious activity. So. Feel free to call me, either you. Um, I do suggest talking to the landlord. Um, you do know the landlord. Um, he's kind of classic slumlord. Like, he doesn't fix things, really. I mean, he charges you dirt cheap to live there. Mm -hmm. But, like, the AC's been broken mm -hmm. forever. The elevator doesn't even work. That's fine. Um, I take the, <laughs> the top two levels of the six-story building are condemned. No one's allowed in and out of it. Um, the city has been working on closing down the whole building, um, but it they are very uh, they have a lot on their plate. City of Chicago does. Um, so yeah, you know that you don't really see him. You kind of just put the check, he put the landlord money in his mailbox mm -hmm. and let the little slot. And you just never you've only met him when you moved in. Okay. Um, you've tried calling him once to fix a linky. Uh, faucet and he basically told you to go fuck yourself so you don't really you don't have much relations with him mm -hmm. um, but he would have more information on the building 
if you needed that. Okay. Yeah. What's the first move? Go to the apartment. Okay. As you pull up, um, you look up to the uh, the first two levels, and uh, all of the windows are are boarded up on the top levels, um, which you've noticed before. They're boarded up, and the only thing up there is a, there's a fire escape, of course, mm -hmm. mandated. Um, yeah, when you walk into the lobby, uh, to the left is uh, like this this like desk. No one's even sitting there. It's just like this old style um, hotel desk. It was like an old hotel they the owner bought and turned into apartments. Mm -hmm. um, and then to your right is the office, and then there's the staircase and the elevator. Kind of like everywhere else over on the sides, but the elevator has uh, the out of order out of order sign on it. Yeah. So, just tell me where you guys go first. Should we check the office to see if the landlord's in there? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. You uh you go up and you knock on the door. I bang on the door. You bang on the door. Hey, what do you want, man? Uh, what's the landlord's name? Ferris. Listen, Ferris! <laughs> open the door up! I have some questions. What, what questions? I, I don't want to talk to anybody else. What do you want? Open the door, Ferris. Is that Jewel? You better believe it's Jewel. Uh, it opens the door. Uh, this sweaty, middle-aged, balding man. Um, he's wearing like a gray jumpsuit. Kind of opens the door and he goes, I mean, I know your friend just died. I'm mean, not going to lower your rent now. That's what you're asking. Look, has Lucas been down to talk to you at all? Lucas has not been in yet. I haven't talked to him in a long time. But I'm really busy. You need to scram? No, I will not scram. I need you to roll like a some version of talk. Can I roll in an intimidation? Of course you can roll, <laughs> roll in an intimidation. Because you are taller than this person. <laughs> 87. That's a pass. Is it a what? what uh, uh, oh, is it colossal? Um, colossal, like it would be a... No, it's not double. So lower than or equal to half. Uh, it's not that. So it's just a it's just a low success. Okay. Okay, so how we're going to do this case. So um, some of the information rolls with people. I'm going to give you a certain amount of questions you can ask. Okay. Um, so, um, for this one, I'm going to give you, you get one question you can ask. I have another information I'm going to give you, but okay. you have one question to ask. Um, so he, uh, how do you intimidate him first off? <laughs> I put my arm on the door and I just, gr I just grab his, grab his, uh, jumpsuit, gray jumpsuit. Okay. I hope I pull out chest hairs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh man, listen, Ferris. Uh, okay, okay, okay. What do you need to know? Has there been anything or anyone around the building that you think has been suspicious? No, I haven't heard anybody. Hasn't been anybody around the building besides the normals. Normal. There's like the hobo in the side alley, and then there's all, all you fuckers that live here. I mean, no. Okay, I I can tell you something else. Okay, I. I mean, you're scaring me, Jewel. If you can let me go, I'll tell you something else, okay? I let him go, but I keep the door locked. <laughs> no, I, I, 
the neighbor, your neighbors have been, I'm sure you've heard this, the neighbors have been reporting that there's loud noises and, like, the rats and the bat noises coming from the, the top, like, the top floor above you guys, and I, 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 I haven't been up there in two years, I've been up there for almost two years, so I, I don't even know what's up there anymore. I wasn't going to deal with it because, I mean, it's not bothering me. <laughs> God, you're a shitty landlord, Ferris. I push him back into his room. I close the door. <laughs> and you hear, like, a bunch of stuff all over. Yeah, man, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to do work in here. I hate him. I hate him <laughs> so much, Mavis. I nod. All right. I... Run up the steps. Do you run up the steps too, Mavis? I try to run up the steps. I don't. I don't think I'm as fast as Jewel, but no. <laughs> You're waiting like a solid, like probably almost a minute for her to get. To. I'm burning on rage fuel and probably not coffee. What does a Pro-Aid. like propane Athletic. shakes? I don't know. Yeah, like something amazing. Gatorade. Pre-workout. <laughs> That's it. Like a pre-workout. Pre-workout shakes. Um, okay. Yeah, so you could make it to the fourth floor door, um, and it's, there isn't even a door on the fourth floor. Okay. You just kind of walk through it, and it leads to your hallway. Um, yeah. And you can hear, like, scrufflings and stuff. Sounds like like rats or bats or whatever, so. Mm -hmm. But it's just normal. It's been like that for the past two months. So I imagine, first off, I say we go into the apartment. And then we talk to them about next door. Um, but have we been noticing, or had I been noticing anything? Yeah, you've been noticing the, the noises. Same noises as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I mean, it's everybody's been chalking it up to rats. Okay. It's been it gets loud at night, mm -hmm. um, and wakes you up sometimes. But it hasn't. I mean, you've told everyone's complained to the landlord, but mm -hmm. no. Yeah, nothing. And on the other two floor, the other three floors, no one's. I guess the other two floors that people live on, they haven't heard anything. Yeah. And they don't care because right. they're busy. Okay. But yeah, you have, on this floor, there's um, there's six apartments on each floor. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know a few of your neighbors. There's you guys. And then next door, um, there's Steve and Megan Murphy. Mm -hmm. um, they have two kids. Um, they have one of the bigger apartments on the floor because there's two big ones and then four normal sized ones. Um, the, one of the big ones is empty. And then you have Daryl Norman lives on the far end in one of the smaller ones. He's this older gentleman. And then there is the other two you haven't really met. It's just, you, they must work third shift because you never see them. Okay. But you hear doors opening mm -hmm. sometimes when you're watching TV late at night, so. In your apartment, there's some police tape. Uh, there's a police officer standing in front of the door, and uh, he lets you in. He recognizes you, mm -hmm. um, and then he, you just mention that you have the clearance, and he steps aside and lets you in. Cool. But he looked like he was like asleep when you walked to him, though, <laughs> kind of leaning against the door with his hat. Um, just because I imagine living in this pretty shoddy neck of the woods. Mm -hmm hanging up is there like a safety bag like pepper spray or a taser or oh yeah anything like that yeah okay i grab that okay it's like one of those nike cinch bags what 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 all is in my 
Um, so it's basically like female, per- like female protection stuff that your cop dad would give you, right? That was yeah. Okay, yeah. There's some bear mace. It's some bear mace. it's bear mace. Yeah, your bear dad doesn't mace. fuck around because you're very you're a very beautiful woman and you can take you can defend yourself. Yes, um, I can. I want bear mace. Yeah. Um, there <laughs> is one of those batons that kind of pops out. Oh, he gave you one of the police ones, the police batons. Um, a, a rape whistle. Rape whistle. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be it, and maybe like like some trail mix. Because you've taken it out before with you, and you've gone on runs. Okay. Yeah. Trail mix. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm good to go. So I turn it. I turn a white token back to for get... my bear mace and pop the time. What's the first thing you would look at? Lucas's bedroom. Okay. So yeah, um, you go to his bedroom, and it's very tight, very clean, except his bed, which you notice strange. First off, because he always made his bed. Um, and uh, you're all the ha- the hairs on both of your arms kind of raise. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a sense of the unknown check with a plus thirty five? Which one? Plus thirty five. Oh, I pass. Cool. Low success. Wait, thirty five. That's, it's 35 plus your unknown. So that's 39 and 23. You so yeah. Most of I got a high success. I got an 8. Okay. So, um, you both kind of feel something weird, and you felt this before, kind of like, you know when you're in a room and you the room just gets cold? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. And, like, people always attribute that, that, oh, that must be ghosts or whatever. Um, with this, you just feel like something is, is, is wrong. Um, there's something wrong and there's something spectacular at the same time. Um, when you get to the bed, you feel um, just kind of, like, at ease almost. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you feel Lucas is here in this bed almost. Um, and it goes away pretty quickly. Um, and But then that's all you kind of feel. Because uh, you know that Luke's always been good at just understanding people, mm-hmm. um, and you're you're kind of like your rage kind of gets settled down a little bit, okay. um, just because he always can make you feel better. Um, and you, Mavis, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like there's like all these little things standing around you. There's like five or six of these things, these black things, kind of standing around you. You see in your head for like a split second, but that's like all like shadowy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, you take a better look at this bed now, and it looks as if he was dragged out of the bed. Okay. Um, but then you kind of come to, and it was like really quick. You didn't get a good look at the creatures, how big they were. They just, they were just there. Um, so you just kind of, it's all like internal, like you kind of feel like something like, and then you look at the bed again, and yes, there was, as almost as if he was fell out of bed. Mm-hmm. Do you do anything else in the bedroom? Like, look for anything? Or Is there a window? Yeah. Um, I look ouch, in the window, like, for signs of, like, force entry, or... Oh, is there the is there a fire escape for this one? Um, there's not a fire escape on this window. It is on your front room window okay. side. So, And this window does open, but um, you opened a window one time, and it fell out. So okay. yeah. you don't open windows anymore. <laughs> Luckily, you caught it before it fell out, but 
That actually, Shane actually did that when we were kids. That's true. He opened my window and it fell out. That happened. Yeah. Like the whole window just <laughs> out of the out of the house. Just kind of popped back in. Yeah. But... No, you don't see any um, markings on the window or anything like that. Like anyone trying to get in. Yeah, it's just because it's his bedroom. Do you look around while she's doing that? No, I try to like look off and like. The direction that he would be dragged. Okay, uh, give me, uh, like, a investigation. Okay. I'm gonna give you a plus 40 for that roll, the unknown. For that so. roll? Mm-hmm. So you just give a plus 40 to whatever your base is. I also have a tra- trailing specialization. Yeah. Oh, wait, what's your trailing specialization? Trailing. Trailing. She can follow oh, stuff. Perfect, just give me that roll then. Okay. I thought we were doing just basic investigation, I forgot. Alright, I got a six, so high success. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, you kind of, you look in the bed and you follow the bed to the floor and you kind of drop to your hands and knees mm-hmm. and you're kind of looking at the carpet because the carpet's pretty old and shitty so it uh, kind of holds shape really well which is not good. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Usually after you put things on a carpet for a while it holds shape but it's like, like you guys can see your footprints sometimes in there. I mean, you kind of get down on all your fours, and you look down at the bed, and it does, in fact, look like, like even more, you're confirmed even more that, because the, the sheets are even pulled off like he was grabbing mm-hmm. onto them, and um, you look under the bed, and there is something shiny. I grab the something shiny. Okay, yeah, you grab it, and it you pull it out and give it a good look. It is, um, like a craftsman screwdriver. Okay. Um, the tip has a little blood on it. Okay. And it, the rest of it is just painted in, like, this, like, green and purple tribal colors. Okay. Yeah. I show it to Jewel and I ask her if she's ever heard her parents talk about something like this before. I reflect back, Kushri, and think if I've ever seen anything like this before. No. no. Do I know out what this is? It's a screwdriver. Okay. <laughs> it's a Phillips head. <laughs> well, that's... That's something, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea what this is. Alright. Neither do I. How did they miss this in their investigation? I know. They, but they must not have investigated anywhere else but the bathroom. I'm very upset at the police force, in yeah. my mind. I go into the bathroom. Okay. Um, do you follow Mavis? Um... Yeah, and at the same time, I pull out my little iPad thingy and search green and purple screwdriver. Sadly, nothing comes up for green and purple screwdriver. (laughs) That's better than nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you both enter the bathroom, Uh um, you are just hit. Every hair on your body almost stands up. You feel awful standing in here. Like, you both get nauseous. Um, I mean, it smells like blood still. And uh, they've kind of cleaned up. I mean, they, mm-hmm. as I mean, as best as they did. I mean, they just assumed it was a suicide, so they didn't do terribly too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're both hit, and you just feel fear uh, and danger. And if you want to give me a, a sense of unroll, you can. Sure. Yeah. How about just, just you, Jewel? 
Just um, okay. What'd you get? I got a 15. Yeah, you get this one. Okay. There's a, there's a really, it's, there's a plus 80 to this. Yeah, yeah, then I, um, you fall to one of your knees. Okay. And you are given some, like, almost a vision. Uh-huh. And you, uh, it's from the point of view of somebody, and they're being dragged into the bathroom. Okay. They're grabbing things. Um, they grab the side of the door, and their nails just rip through it, like... Okay. Like, not, like, through the wood, but they get pried yeah, they, off they, yeah. by, like, a little green hand. Um, and you try to say something, mm-hmm. anything, but nothing's coming out. Like, you're screaming, and nothing is coming out. Um, and, uh, you're kind of... the Your vision is blurred as, like, something... Your head gets shot to the left, mm-hmm. and when you... And the back... And you feel in the back of your thigh uh, something pierce it. Mm-hmm. And then, like... <laughs> and then, next thing you know, uh, there's a sharp pain in your wrist, mm-hmm. and you look over, and it's bleeding. And then, there's a sharp pain. I'm crying. Yeah. I'm crying. I come to. I, w- I go to the door and, like, look to see if the, the, I can see the nails. And I, like, put it on the, put it on the door, follow them with my, my hands. Yeah. It wasn't a suicide, maybe it's... <laughs> Little green men killed him! I'm utterly confused and kind of overwhelmed, a little sad, and... So I... try to picture, like, little green men in my head, and... It just doesn't quite make sense. Should we use our iPad again? Let's get out of here first. So, uh, you guys are, are getting out of there. Um, you kind of, like, you look around, you could say, Come here, Spoopy! Spoopy! And, uh, Spoopy doesn't come to you. Your cat, Spoopy, doesn't come to you. I go out to the officer. Where's my cat, Spoopy? Uh, it wasn't a cat when we came here this morning. Of course there was a cat! He shakes it. I'm sorry, miss, there was not a cat. Storm I bed. mean, I saw the cat bed, but there wasn't a cat here. Slam the door shut. Spoopy's gone, too. I turn and look at you. And I, before I do anything else, I ask you, where were you? Yeah, where was I? You were on a date. I was on a date. Mm. Late. Yeah, he took you to a movie, and then he tried to get a little handsy with you, and I chewed a flipping. Yeah, you did. I did. You said no, and he kept. And he was like, "No, come on, man." Yeah, yeah, definitely chewed a flipping. Yeah. You'd ever dated a, a like a, a frat bro before, but you're not gonna anymore. That'd be really funny. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. In my mind, Jewel is. Badass. Yeah, she's a she's a beautiful badass. She's basically a Mary Jane, <laughs> yeah. which is fine. I love Mary Janes in movies. <laughs> you know what that is? Mm-mm. It's like a movie term, I think, for like a woman who's just good at everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. She's she's a beautiful. She's she's not entirely that because usually like like Black Widow, mm-hmm. how Black Widow's good at everything. Like she's good at talking to people, um, fighting, like all that. 
There's a thing for the guy version too, but think of like any Arden Schwarzenegger character ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Captain America. He's good at everything. That's a super serum though. So. <laughs> but anyway. It's not naturally beautiful. It's all cosmetic. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, so. Get some uh, work done. Yeah, you broke his sunglasses. It was super. He was like, "Does not chill, bro." I definitely didn't care. No, you were already like running away, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yep. So you're just in the hallway, and the officer kind of. Did you find anything in there? You're awful at your investigation. I hold up the the bloody screwdriver. He's like. What? And he kind of like puts it like hands out a baggie and you put it in the baggie and he goes, "This changes everything." And he just like kind of like fast walks away. He's like, "I gotta go tell you. I gotta go to tell officers." What's your Christensen? Officer Christensen. Christensen, right now. All right. That was uh, about like an hour, hour and a half. You just kind of look around the apartment. It wasn't anything else. And those you check the other rooms and let's do this. Call the guys. Call the guys. Pull out my bear mace. And I kick down the door to go upstairs. It's super locked. And there's wood in front of it. Fuck that. Call him anyways. I'll be back. So, I, I call Charles, I guess. Okay. Hello? Charles, we found something. We found a screwdriver. It was purple and green. And Mavis said something about little, er, I'm Mavis. Jules said something about little green men. Oh. Where's Jules right now? Okay, she's attempting to go upstairs. Um, that'd not be a very good idea. Right now? Um, you should, maybe you should do some research on little green men. Anything with the unknown with little, there's always a lot. Okay. So maybe you call me a friend down, or you might be lost two friends. Um, we'll be there in about ten minutes. Okay. During this conversation, as I can't get through the door, I stalk back into the apartment. And Mavis is just, like, just hung up the phone. And I go out the fire escape. <laughs> I'm, just... I'm screaming at you. <laughs> cool. They took my cat! <laughs> um, I, I say, no, we don't know what these things are. As she's opening, um, like, the window, it just kind of slams open and shatters. <laughs> it's so old. And, uh, so Glass kind of, like, doesn't hurt her. just kind of gets all over and, uh, at the same time, she kicks the vent mm-hmm. in front of the window, and it falls down. It's like the vent cover. Oh, okay, I got you. Falls off. I don't want to split up, but I need to go get my bow. It's in, your, it's in the trunk of your car. I'm I know. Inspect the vent cover. Falling. All right. As she's doing this, I'm running down to my car <laughs> to grab my bow. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, it's just not on. You don't remember it not being on. You remember it being screwed on, but there's no screws. I checked the... Oh, wait, no, there's no screws. There's other vents. Oh. 
in the apartment. I look at some of the other vents. Yeah, they all come off. Is it? Do they all have um, their screws are gone? Yeah, you can't. You, they're not around. The are thing. they Phillips head screws? That's yeah. That's what I was gonna ask. Um, you failed, so you don't see yeah, any no, screws. See, that's but they're that's all... completely fine. <laughs> I'm too <laughs> mad. I am too angry to cope with this right yeah, now. Yeah, you have about like there was a vent in the bath, like the one in the bathroom just is not existent. There wasn't even one in the bathroom, which you don't remember that being the case. Okay. Um, but there's one in both of your bedrooms and in the front room. Okay. And they're all loose. Well, they're all they're just not at all. They just they're just kind of like they were just kind of pulled in. Mm -hmm. Um, like someone pushed them in without screwing them. Because vents do just sit, because mm -hmm. they're just up against the wall, so there's no really problem with them falling. But yep. Okay. So by the time you get back, she has a fucking bow. I'm just like looking at you curiously because why, why, why would you have a bow? You know she's on the archery team. I know, but... no, like I know that, but I'm like, <laughs> you should really learn martial arts, Mavis. I'm skinny. <laughs> she is very skinny. It's all about your momentum, Mavis. Okay. Mixed martial arts. Do you know how many mixed martial arts I know? How many? Like, a lot. So many. <laughs> like, I know judo. And, I don't know. Boxing. And kickboxing. And kickboxing. And wrestling. And wrestling. Yeah. She's like the jack of all trades of fighting. <laughs> She's not great at any of them, but together she's amazing. I can kill her. That's why MMA is sweet. You can just punch people. I asked her if she could just take a break so we can look up these little green men. Sure. And the I'm iPad. Stock in the bathroom. Okay. Not the bathroom. The kitchen. Okay. I begin making energy drink smoothies. Do you, oh, you, open, do you open the fridge at all? Yeah, sure. There's no food in there. What? Oh. Hey, so you had food in there. What about the freezer? All gone. What about your cupboards? What? I checked my cupboards. Gone. Except, I mean, they your powder's kind of torn into, but... All of your food's gone, man. Kick who's ever ass did this. It's all gone. So, I look up... A uh, little green man on the iPad. Okay. All right. Give me um, like a research or something roll. Research roll. Yeah. Okay. I failed. What you get? Let's see. Sixty. Yeah. Sixty out of a twenty-three. Okay. So you got a low success. No. No. She got a failure. A fail. Oh, a failure. I have a twenty-three and I rolled a sixty. Oh. Yeah, we're not going to be able to research oh. these things. I can't research either. Okay. Well, you do get some stuff. Something comes up for little green men. Okay. Remember in chill, you don't... The only time you really, really fail is if you botch. Yeah. That's the the good thing. Like, you still get... You just don't get all the information you, you needed. So, yeah, you just get a pretty entry. A lot of it's corrupted. Mm -hmm. um, maybe somehow just... And the you you having it or just maybe this gener entry in general has just been corrupted, so you do uh, get some basic stuff. Um, the only thing that comes up for little green men are these things called trolls. They're normally small humanoid creatures, normally green, but they can be yellow or uh, like a purple maybe. But no, that's just the reported colors. They're um, 
appearance varies. Uh, they can look like little 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 men, uh, little women. Uh, they're pretty ugly. Um, they usually live in colonies in abandoned places, um, places where people like usually around people, but where uh, like some of the reported cases are like they live in the people's attic they never go in or they live in a house next door that's abandoned um they range from four to twenty individuals um they seem to reproduce asexually but no save envoy has ever reported seeing a baby troll uh, but left alone they just they do just grow and like the size of it does they're usually 18 inches to three feet tall Oh, they're just terribly ugly. They're foul-smelling. Um, they're noisy. Their main goal, as these monsters, they hide in nooks and crannies of places they infest and begin their predations by keeping human occupants awake and distressed. They, they're killing pets. They're stealing valued items, breaking locks on doors. Uh, they're just making life difficult for everyone around. And then when they have sufficiently terrorized their hosts, they start killing human beings. Um, they first start with seeming accidents or suicides. And then eventually they, uh, they, they trapping people inside and then tear people apart and eat them. And, but they normally start with terrorizing people. Yeah. Um, they're not on their own. A troll's not very hard to deal with, but together they can be pretty terrorizing. Mm-hmm. There you go, and uh, you do see a little. There's another entry. Okay. Um, it's wrote by someone named Doctor Garrett. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of information, so I'm gonna need you to give me another roll, please. But since you're more defined, give yourself a plus twenty. Okay. I still failed. What? How did you just fail? Back? Okay. I just failed. I didn't botch. I just okay. Failed. So a lot of this is confusing to you. Um, it's with scribbled notes. Um. She just is going on talk. She seems to hate these things pretty pretty uh, badly. Mm-hmm. Really the only thing you get, which is glad you took a look, um, is that they're the only weakness they have besides just conventional damage is uh, sunlight. Okay. Uh, they seem to be like when you kill them in eight hours, they usually come back. So what people have learned to do is to leave their bodies in sunlight. So... In sunlight, they turn to melted goop. Okay. And kind of just dry and die. And there's only the only really part of suggestion you get before Charles walks in is uh, that he suggests that the people, the save envoy, stay in town for like at least a day or two to make sure that everything's okay. Okay. Yeah, so that. So there you go. You don't really get anything on what, if it has any disciplines of the evil way. Or anything like that, so. Okay. And Charles and Jay walk in. Hello, Mavis. Did you find anything interesting? Trolls. Oh, trolls. What did you find out? They... There's a lot of them. And they don't like the sunlight. Oh. Oh, very well. Um... They don't like the sunlight. Uh, did guns work? Yes. Okay, but... perfect. And he has a pistol. He's like, good thing I brought my pistol then. Um, 
and Jay here, Jay kind of walks around and he has an AR-15 mm-hmm. with a huge clip in it and it has a silencer on it. Heavy weapon. I kill him. And he just sits down on your couch and begins smoking. <laughs> it wasn't an accent. I was just trying to do a deep voice. <laughs> I probably did a Russian accent for the guy. I wasn't trying to do a Russian accent for it. Yes, you did. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect brain. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's what we're going to call this episode. We're going to leave it on and you guys are ready to go fight the trolls. Oh. Trolls in the dungeon. Trolls. Perfect. They're in the attic. They're in the attic. Oh. Okay. Well... Thanks, everyone, for listening to Grim Encounters. Uh, This was the backstory episode for Mavis. And uh, we'll be here next week with um, the conclusion to this little adventure we're on. And then the next week after that, we'll be back to normal normal scheduling. Um, But, uh... Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully we don't... We're just going to jump right into Father Frank's... (laughs) This is going to be scary. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) But uh, anyway, you have a lovely day. And remember, I need everyone to stay spooped out there for me, please. Stay spooped. Stay spooped. Just just, just do it. Just, Just do it. Just do it. Thank you.